Hello, everyone, and welcome to David and Jeff's Survivor Podcast. I'm David, and with me, as always, is... Jeff! Welcome back, Jeff, to our brand new season. We are doing the preview episode of Survivor Karamoan Fans vs. Favorites. Yeah, this is, I think, shaping up to be a good season. I'm, I'm a big fan of a lot of the favorites. And uh, not all of the fans, but some of the fans seem pretty interesting. Yeah, I think... Um, this my biggest fear coming into this it was they would cast fans that would easily fold and go into the favorites and I think they did that. Um <laughs> I think they did and they didn't. I think there's a couple fans to watch out for, but I think for the most part you're probably right. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um but I do think this could turn out to be a very very good and entertaining season. Yes, and I like I said, a lot of people have did not like the favorites that they brought back, but I am a huge fan of almost all of them. I think it's actually going to be a really fun tribe to watch. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we are going to break down, talk about each of the 20 contestants, give us our thoughts and where we think they'll sort of end up in the game. Uh, For myself, I'll give you sort of a broad uh, beginning, middle, end, and Jeff will give you a little more specific. He has the whole season written already, so... (laughs) I even have them placed, so we'll, we'll do that. And Jeff has not seen any spoilers or anything, so this isn't no, like... Neither of us have. No, I haven't either, yes. Um, so this should be interesting, and uh, we should get our thoughts on this whole season, how it's going to shake up. So, Jeff, why don't you start us off, tell us the name of one of the fans, and we will talk about them. Let's talk about the first fan on my list, Allie. Allie, all right. What do you think about Allie? I like Allie a lot. Uh, in general, like I said, I'm not a big fan of the, the fans this season. I think most of them were blah, and I don't think a lot of them are truly fans. Most of them I still think were recruited. Uh, <laughs> so, But I think Allie is a true fan from what I've gotten and from what I've read. She seems like a very nice and charming sort of person, but also has the cutthroatness to to play and go far. So I actually, I have her in the end game. I think if there was a fan to go to the end, I think she's the one to do it. I think that she could make alliances with other other favorites and other fans and maybe weasel her way in. Do I think she's going to win? Probably not. I, I think this is a favorites game to lose. Um that they're going to win unless something drastic happens. But uh, I like Allie. Yeah, I agree with you a lot about Allie. I, uh, I think she's smart. Her interview made it seem like she, you know, she's a bartender, but she doesn't have that kind of normal survivor bartender vibe. She seems like she was able to analyze very easily what uh, traits from being a bartender will, uh, will help her and hurt her. And while she is very pretty, she doesn't seem as if she's like, uh, going to be upset by the elements or any of the kind of lack of food or clothing or whatever. Um, but so yeah, I also think she's going to go far. If you want me to be specific, I put her at sixth place. All right, so that's my. I have six people in my end game, so I mean we're right on the same the same wavelength here. Right, we're doing well so far. All right, well then let's switch it up and go to a favorite, and let's talk about the newest favorite, Malcolm. Malcolm. Okay. Okay, well, Malcolm, I I think I'm going to get a lot of flack for this opinion. I don't think Malcolm's going to make it very far. I think that people will see him, especially on his tribe, 
I think they will uh, see him as a threat. I think they will be very confused by him because he's they've not seen him before. They don't know who he is, but he's very good-looking, he's very likable, and he will be seen as a physical threat. And I think if we've seen kind of these survivor, uh, you know, these survivor fan tri- or sorry, favorite tribes before, they always seem to vote off the crazy person, like especially in recent, let's look at the two recent All-Star seasons, fans versus favorites, they vote off the crazy person, Johnny Fairplay, and then the threat, Yao Man. In Heroes versus Villains, the heroes vote off the crazy person, Sugar, and then the threat, Stephanie. Uh, if and the villains tribe they vote off the crazy person Randy and then the Threll it wasn't a threat <laughs> but they were going to vote off uh, Parvati they wanted to vote off Parvati so I think that the same kind of trend could happen I think they're going to get rid of Malcolm specifically I have him at 16th place I think he's the biggest threat not only because of his physical ability but because of his kind of the mystery surrounding him but if you look at the favorites tribe they're not a very physical tribe. Yeah, it w- it's why I think he'll make it farther, and I I have more faith in his social game. I think if I think Malcolm's actually very good at the social game as well. He's not like Ozzy where he's just physical, and I think it's a positive that the other contestants haven't seen how good of a social player he is. So maybe he can make those those uh, you know connections with people without them knowing. He is a huge threat. So I actually have him in my end game as well. I think he could make an alliance with people such as Andrea and Dawn and maybe Eric and people like that. And they can, uh, I think that he can go far. See, I think people like Brenda are going to run a campaign against. Interesting. Brenda's Brenda's a very paranoid survivor player. So I think she'll see him and want him out. Although you look at, you look at her, season i mean she she was with chase and sash two of the more physically dominant you know people in the game so i mean i think she if she thinks she can control malcolm uh i think she can use him she'll want to align with him okay that's fair i i don't i think that's fair i think i agree with you that if he can make an alliance i think he'll make it far yeah and and i just part of it is i have faith in him and i really want to see him go far i think he could do really well i mean there is a little bit of i hope he doesn't get the yao man syndrome but uh i don't know i think well, I mean, if you look at if you look at history let's think about it in all stars you had rupert come back immediately and he got fourth place in guatemala you had stephanie and bobby john and they both made it to at least the merge in fans versus favorites amanda and james both made it to well, Amanda made it to the finals, and James was medevaced at seventh place. And Heroes versus Villains, Russell made it to the end. So, I mean, coming back immediately has worked well for people in the past. Yeah, so, I agree. I don't think you're wrong, but I think you are wrong. <laughs> okay, let's go with the next person on my fav- on my excuse me my fans list, and that is Hope. Hope. I did not have high hopes for Hope. <laughs> I did. I, I did. did not do that. I don't know. I think she she is one of these pretty face people. I don't know how well she got she'll do. And I sort of got in trouble last season because I predicted both Angie and Katie to make it to the end because I thought they would be these people that would sort of get dragged along. But this time, I I think with the group we have, I don't know if, if that will happen. And I actually have her going early. Right, I actually agree with you. I think the uh, the fans tribe is going to recognize the fact that the favorites are incredibly weak 
and they're going to recognize the fact that the only way they can possibly win is by making it to the merge with a huge numbers advantage. And I don't think Hope can provide that for them. I think she's probably going to be very, like, she, you know, she's a pageant queen, right? So she's probably going to be very upset by the elements and all of that type of stuff. And I don't think she's going to really do anything for the tribe mentally or physically. So I think I, I also agree that she's going to be a very early boot. And I think the fans are going to be smart enough to realize that the only way in which they can win is to go into the merge at least two people up. And I think getting rid of Hope earlier is, rather than later is better for them. Specifically, I have her at 17th place. All right, so Malcolm does do better than Hope. Malcolm does better than Hope. I don't know. I just, I don't have high hopes for her. And I think if any indication of last season, I don't think people are going to let, I mean, they've seen Redemption Island. They've seen how certain people can get dragged to the end. I don't think they're going to let that happen. Right. I agree with you. All right, back to another favorite, maybe. How about we do the one and only Cochran? Cochran. Oh, dear. Okay, here is my... I am, again, in the minority opinion about Cochran, especially about this season. Cochran I actually pick as my winner. Wow. Survivor Caramoan. Um, for a couple of reasons. One, I don't think he's enough of a physical threat that the favorites are going to be worried about him too early on. Two... I think the fans are going to be enamored by him because he's, I think he's really, I find his kind of personality very charming rather than annoying. Mm -hmm. Three, he will be overshadowed by the other big personalities on the favorites tribe, such as Philip and Brandon and uh, Corinne. And I think he learned from his mistakes and people will trust him enough to not do anything stupid again that they're going to be willing to be in an alliance with him. The one thing that could hurt him is the fact that he may be seen as disloyal from his previous season, which is a fair um, that's a fair concern about him. However, I think he can be convincing enough to – I mean he went to Harvard, so clearly he has some, some probably good oration skills in him, I hope, that I think he can be good enough that he will say, I made a stupid mistake last time. I'm never going to make that stupid mistake again. Let's just win this game together. And I think people will not only respect that gameplay, but respect his personality enough to give them a million dollars. To me, I, <laughs> I I agree with most of what you said. And when I'm reading interviews of every all the other favorites, almost all of them want to align with Cochran. So I think he is good. I had him at middle, but I was debating between middle and end, so I think he's going to get very close to the end. I don't quite have him as the winner because I think he may result in A, people may find him too likable and not want to take him to the end, or B, maybe he, maybe there is some sort of thing, I think he could be the victim if the favorites were to lose someone, that he would be the one to go. You mean early on? No, when we're talking end game. I have him... Like, let, let's let say it's, you know, five favorites and one fan, and the fan wins immunity. I think Cochran could be the one to go because gotcha. because gotcha. they're like, well, he could be a big threat, you know, to win the game and, and this kind of stuff. So I, I have him middle, but he's, he's like, literally the closest person to getting my end game that didn't. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, let's go with another fan. Uh, let's go with Eddie. What do you think about Eddie? I'm not a huge fan of Eddie. I mean, he has a little bit of charm to him, but I think that, uh, I don't think he's that bright. I don't think that he's going to be the, you know, master manipulator of the game or be able to come up with an adequate plan to dethrone the favorites. I have him in the middle. I think 
I think he'll do well on his tribe just because he has strength and everything. But I think if if the favorites come out on top, he's going to be one of the first people picked off. David, you could have taken what you just said and put it right in my words. That didn't make sense at all, but that's okay. Uh, those, yeah, those are my exact feelings. I put him as early merge, specifically 11th place, um, because of the exact thing you just said. If the favorites come out on top on the merge, Eddie's the first one to go, but he'll be kept along the fans long enough because he is so strong, and I think the fans are smart enough to realize that strength is an asset, especially going up to that point in the game. But he's going to be seen as such a big threat and, the, and he's very cocky. I don't think he recognizes a lot of his faults. And I think the fans are, or the favorites are just going to eat him alive. All right, back to the favorites. The one and only first boot ever to make it back on the show, Francesca. All right, Francesca, excuse me. And Francesca. Yeah, something like that. Um, I have Francesca, or however you call her. I have her early boot. Um, I think the favorites are going to just kind of... Well, first of all, I think her and Philip are going to get into a lot of fights. I think that she doesn't provide anything physically, mentally, socially to be able to really do anything in the game. Like, I just, she's so bland that I don't, I mean, that could end up being an asset for her, but I think that the favorites won't respond well to that. So I have her at 18th place. Or, as I call it, the second favorite to go home. Uh, To me... I see Francesca making some bonds. I think she's not the first one out, but I think if if it happens in a situation where they're getting down in numbers, they could vote Francesca out. And I I have her in middle. Um, really? I, yeah, I don't see her going super far, but I think she she's not a. Um, I don't think the fans or the favorites will get rid of her right away. They have they don't really know how she plays or anything. Having only you know played the game really for one episode, um, but I th- I think that she can make some inroads with certain people and make it far enough. I mean, she has connections with Andrea. She's part of the the New York club of Survivor pe- people who hang out together. Um, does, she, does she do a lot of events and stuff like that? She I don't know if she does like a lot of charity events, but. In New York City, there's a big Survivor group that all meet anyone who lives in New York, and they usually watch Survivor together. They're called like the Wine and Cheese Survivor Group or something. And uh, she's always uh, she's she's actually well liked by a lot of people. I think she is a very charming person in real life. So I think that that could be enough to make her to go somewhat far. That's fair. I didn't realize she was part of the Wine and Cheese Club. Yeah. Yeah. You have, like, Stephen Fishback, Courtney Yates, Eliza Orleans, I think Sash. They're all all these, you know, survivors who are in New York City. Andrea is now a part of that because she moved to New York City, so. Interesting. The things you know are the things you don't know. The more you know. <laughs> there it is. Okay. How about Matt, your bearded uh, Tarzan of the season? Um, Matt, I think he's... I don't know. My question is, is he's a likable guy. He's sort of eccentric. So is he going to turn into someone sort of like Rupert who could make it far but not have the greatest social or in, uh, strategic skills? Or is he going to turn into a Ralph? And I think it would be more a Ralph where he goes far in his tribe, but he's definitely not going to come out on top. So I have him in the middle. Again, someone that will get picked off by the, the favorites. Right, I completely agree. I have him uh, at 
eighth place specifically uh, for that exact reason. He'll make it far. He's likable. He's funny. He doesn't look unphysically fit, right? He seems he doesn't look like, like he'd be great at challenges, but he's probably good enough to get if you need a really strong person, like mm-hmm. like muscles wise, or even just somebody who can do a puzzle or something. He seems like he'd be good at that type of stuff. Uh, but I agree with you that he will be eaten by a favorites alliance post merge. All right, let's talk about Eric Reichenbach. Oh gosh, okay. Uh, I'll go first then. Um, I, I have Eric kind of in the same place that I have Malcolm. I think the favorites won't really. I mean, he was the original fan, right? So if there's anybody who's going to be, be make a cross alliance, I think it'd be him because he knows where they're at. But I think the favorites, if he can make it to, if we, I don't. Okay, here. Sorry, I'm gonna. I don't think we're going to see a tribe swap this season. I think the producers realize that people like the favorites and they want to see the favorites go far. So they don't want favorites and fans to align with each other because they want to see a pure favorites alliance, or at least that's what the producers think the fans want to see. So I don't think we're going to see a tribe swap. That being said, I think Eric is going to be a late pre-merge boot from the favorites because they will feel like a, he's a threat B they don't need him anymore and C I think Eric's kind of a little bit annoying almost. Like, he's kind of quirky and funny, but I don't know that I want to live with him 24 hours a day. So that's where I see Eric. I have him at, what did I have, 13th place. He was one of my hardest people, though, to uh, to assess because I just have – I don't have a read on him. See, I have him I have him going to the end game. I think that Eric is, is social enough that he can make a good alliance. Like I said, I think he's going to align with people like Malcolm, Andrea – uh, maybe Dawn, people like that, and can make it far into the game. And I think that uh, I think he has the potential to win. So I I have him at the end game. That's, I mean, that's fair. I I don't like like I said, he was a hard one for me to read. Well, it I all also... comes down to who do we think is going to be on top of the favorites tribe, and I think that's right. where we differ. I think you and I are disagreeing on. I think we besides Dawn, I think we're kind of agreeing on who's going to align. Uh, but I think we disagree on which alliance is going to end up being stronger. Yeah. At least that's how I see it so far. Okay, let's move on to Sherry from the Fans Tribe. Sherry. Um, I have her as an early boot. I don't think she's that much of an asset to the Tribe. I think she can be somewhat annoying, at least from, from the very limited information I saw. I mean, she could be the nice motherly that people want to take far, but I also think that she could be something that she doesn't quite fit in with the younger younger demographic and if they're going to keep an older person maybe they'll keep matt or you know michael and not sherry right yeah you stole the words right out of my mouth once again i have her at 19th place or the first uh fan excuse me the first fan to go home uh because of her age lack of physical ability uh maybe a bit too much gregariousness if that's a word uh, she's maybe a bit too over the top in her. She seems like she likes to talk a lot, um, that that type of personality, and I just don't think people will respond to that. And also, if you look at it, it's a very young fans tribe, and she's not on the younger side. Like she she's young in what I would consider old versus young, but on that tribe, she's on the older side. She's the second oldest. Yeah, who's the oldest? Is it Matt or Michael? Michael. Matt is actually younger. He's thirty eight. But see, Michael looks young. Like, he's got that young, almost hipster look to him. <laughs> okay. So. Once again, our our fans, we seem to be very on the same page with. Whereas our favorites are very, <laughs> very different. 
Yeah, well, let's let's get this person out of the way. Philip Shepard. First boot. <laughs> I have him as going very early. He's one of the first to go on the uh, the favorites tribe. I think he causes too much controversy and drama. Doesn't add that much to the challenges, and uh, people are just like, I don't want to align with the crazy person. Right, I think you're absolutely right. I think, uh, and also, like I said before, if you look at the history of Survivor, they get or of like kind of returning players on Survivor, they get rid of a crazy person first. Like, with the exception of Survivor All Stars, where there is a whole other dynamic going on, all favorites tribes have gotten rid of the crazy people. Honey Fairplay, uh, Sugar Kuiper, and Randy Bailey. Like, they don't want crazy people with them. They want to play the game. Also, if you think about it, look at the people who are on his tribe. Francesca, Andrea, going to want to get rid of him immediately. Like, they're not even going to want to deal with him. Mm -hmm. Well, and you go back to All-Stars. How many crazy people were actually on All-Stars? Most of them were, like, hardcore, you know. Right, also true. I mean, you had Sue Hawk, (laughs) but her tribe kept winning, so I mean. Right. And then, other than that, I mean, Big Tom, maybe. But he's so likable. Like crazy in the same way. Yeah, he's so likable that no one wanted to, to get rid of him. Yeah, so I think crazy people go first. <laughs> returning tribes. Andrea is not going. Andrea is going to. Andrea's going to want to get rid of him right away. Yeah. She's going to want to get rid of him right away, and Francesca is going to be right on board with that. Another fan. Another fan, Julia. Julia's interesting to me. Like, she has a little bit of a Sophie-esque quality to her. I mean, I think she's sort of mature for her age. And and that way I could see her doing fairly well on her tribe. Um, But once again, I think she's going to be another one of those people that is picked off by the favorites. So I have her in the middle. Okay, that's fair. I have her as a late pre-merge boot, uh, specifically 14th place. Uh, The reason that I do that, um, I think once the fans get rid of their kind of weak players and they're they're sure that they can or they're they're strong they're a strong tribe physically they're going to start to think about strategy and i think julia is maybe a bit too meek for them at least in her interview she seemed very soft-spoken and almost kind of like a bleed into the background type of person but she's the type of meek where i think she will inspire suspicion among people Hmm. and people won't really know they'll think why isn't she talking to me she must be in an alliance and be comfortable with her place in the game and so they'll lobby to get rid of her. Um, but again, that's just me probably reading way too far into it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, th- I think once they get rid of their str- uh, their weak people, I think she's going to be one of the next to go then. Well, and we sort of have her in the, the same spot. I mean, I have six early, six end, and the rest are in the middle. So, right. I mean, I, I have her sort of, you know, in the same position because middle would be 14 through seventh so right all right let's talk about corinne i think corinne is in the final three wow i think she i think my my four favorite alliance the one that i kind of you and i have been talking about and i know we have difference of opinion on who's going to be in it but we both agree that there's going to be one um my four favorites are andrea dawn cochran and corinne I think Dawn is a forgiving, and the reason I have that is I think Dawn is a forgiving person. I think Corinne will want to be with people that she believes she can beat in the finals because she's kind of, she'll be the figurehead of the alliance. Cochran and Corinne, can, I think, could actually get along quite well. 
I know that's kind of a weird thing to say, but for some reason, there's something about the two of them where I think they could work well together. But anyway, I had Corinna's final uh, final three. Uh, I put her specifically in second place, but I didn't put any sort of distinction between her and the third person for any specific reason. Uh, but yeah, I think she'll do very well. I think she's far enough back that people who who aren't hardcore like you and I are uh, will forget about her a little bit. If you think about it, most of the, even most of the favorites who are coming back uh, were recruits their first time and probably don't remember her. Brenda might be the exception to that rule. Maybe Malcolm, but Malcolm on- knows Corinne. Malcolm does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know her now. But yeah, anyway, um, I think those two have a chance of knowing her, but I think she will be able to persuade the others to kind of forget about that. Um, I think that the fans aren't enough of fans that they'll remember her. I mean, you and I have kind of talked about how they're a puny fans tribe in terms of their ability to know Survivor or even be good at the game. So I think, I think she can make it far. If anyone notices who she is... Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether or not she can change opinions or if she's going to have to live her old legacy. Well, see, the thing is, she doesn't want to change opinions. She's not coming in this to try to, to be a better person or prove people that I she's... understand, but she's not... She wasn't openly that way in Gabon. Ever. No, it's true. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I mean, perceptions can be wrong, but I don't think she's... Her goal isn't to come in like we've seen with certain you know, all-stars coming back. Just, I need to let people know that there's this other side of me. Like, she should, she could care less <laughs> about about that. But I do think people will... I don't think she's... I have her in the middle. I don't think she's going to be, like, the first boot. I think she will get along with people. Um, I, I think she's going to be one of the... Like I said, I think there's going to be a different four alliance. And I think she's going to be just one of the, the end casualties of, of the favorite alliance. One of the first ones out after the merge okay that's fair yeah but i and i think like when you say she she's not coming in to change her image like the fans of survivor know her will know her as a blankety blank right away yeah but she fails it enough while she's in the game yeah like i said there is and she on gabon there were people that she was really close with and they were friends and they didn't call her that i mean right. so I, I i don't think that she's going to be ostracized for that but I was just trying to point out a distinction, whereas you see people like Coach, who came back into the game, wanted to prove that he wasn't such a bad guy. Corinne's not going to do that. Right. No, I agree yeah. with you. Okay, how about Michael? We talked a little bit about him. Where do you think he's going to end up in the game? Michael is the other fan that I have in the end game that I think could go very far. I think he's, he's sensible. He He's... I think he has good social skills. I can see him going far. I think he'll be a strength in challenges. He'll be able to make a good alliance, a strong alliance in the, the fans. And I think that he won't be a huge threat after the merge, so the, the favorites will keep him around for a while. Yep, I agree completely. I have met the last fan standing, actually. I mean, I, I basically everything you just said. He's old, but he doesn't come off that way. He'll be good at the challenges. He's a likable guy. But I think he'll just be the next logical choice after there are four favorites and one fan remaining. Let's talk about Brandon Hans. Oh, jeez. Do we have to? Yeah. I have Brandon in the late pre-merge around kind of – I have him at 15th place specifically uh, because of the crazy factor again. Yeah. I have him as an early boot. I think I think him and Philip maybe won two of the, the – favorites tribe yeah i just think that brandon is a very unstable person so i think that 
I think Philip could be the first one out, and then there people will try to maybe make an alliance with Brandon, and he'll be okay for a while, and then he'll have a freak out, and they'll be like, all right, we just don't want to deal with it, and they'll get him out. Who's he going to think is tempting him this season? Will it be Brenda? I don't think he even is going to play that up. I think he's too self-aware of it, so I don't think he'll he'll really mention that or anything, but I just think he'll be very volatile and unstable. Do you think him being Russell Hans's nephew will help him, hurt him, or be negligible? I don't think it matters. I think everyone knows him as his own entity now, that it doesn't really matter that who he's related to, to Russell Hans because he did so much on his own <laughs> in right. South Pacific. So. Well, I think no one's going to want to align with him because he made such a dumb move. Like, no one's going to want to be in an alliance with somebody who could just give up immunity like that. Yeah. Unless well, and who would blab everything. Like, he would say everything that's going to happen. Right, I agree with you. Okay, how about Reynolds? Reynolds. Reynolds, again, I have middle. I think he's... I think he may be the strongest one on the tribe, and he he could have... I think he has a personality that either you really like or you see, oh, this guy is just a little too charming, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, maybe almost like a sash sort of vibe. But I think he'll he'll make it far enough on pre-merge. I think he'll stick around. But again, like Eddie, those two are going to be the first two gone at the merge. Yeah, I have him at seventh place, uh, middle jury, because he, um, like you said, he's very good looking. I think he'll be very good at the challenges. He'll have, a, I think he'll have an amazing social game. Uh, but the favorites are going to become scared of him. They're going to be worried about his ability to kind of manipulate everyone. I think that he's going to just be – I think he'll be almost kind of like a Malcolm where he'll just be really good at the game and people are going to get scared of him. I don't think he'll make it as far as Malcolm did, but I think he'll be a little bit like hmm. his first time out. Interesting. All right, let's talk about Dawn. We've mentioned her several times. I think she's the common denominator in our favorites uh, In our favorites kind of prediction. I, I have her at, uh, in the final three with Cochran and Corinne. Because she's so likable, I think she's forgiving. She's, I don't think she's a threat to win Survivor in her life because she is so unwilling to do anything kind of down and dirty. Uh, but she's likable. People will want to align with her because she's honest. And, you know, I think that goes a long way. I and have she's her. Not the challenges. Yeah, I have her in the end game too. I think that she'll, I think she's someone that everyone will want to align with. I think she may not even make it to the finals because they're like, we need to get her out at four because she's going to win. But, I mean, she could make it to the finals. I don't know if I'll pick her as the winner, but I definitely think that she she's going to be in the majority alliance no matter what. I think you're absolutely right because she's so loyal. Like, she's never going to waver. Yeah. How about Shamar? Shamar I have as an early boot. I think he's... I don't think he's self-aware of the what he's giving off. He... From all of his interviews, he thinks he's such a charming, likable guy, but I see him very much sort of, I think he can rub people very much the wrong way. He says he wants everyone to be starving and wanting to quit, um, and I, I think people are going to want to get rid of him sooner rather than later. Yeah, I, I don't have him quite as early as you do. I think they'll recognize that he is physically capable of helping them win challenges, but I have him at uh, late pre-merge because they're just going to be like, dude, just leave. Like he's so, I think he's really going to be quite. Uh, I think he's people are going to really easily make him snap. Like I think he's very emotional in that manner where he'll just like 
go off on people for no reason eventually. I don't think people are going to respond too well to that. And I think, yeah, I kind of agree with you. Well, he also seems to be a ladies' man. I think he's going to try to be snoozing all the girls, and I don't think they're going to react well to it. Right, because all the girls in his tribe are like 20. (laughs) I mean, and to be fair, he's he's only 27, but... Really? Yeah. Wow, he seems older than that. Yeah, he's only 27. I mean, Allie's 25, Julia's 21, Hope's 23, and uh, Laura's 23. So, I mean, I mean, he's older than all of them, but I just think they're going to be like, uh, no. But Maybe apparently they have teased that there is a romance this season. Who it is, I have no idea, but three people left. Let's talk about Brenda. Brenda. Uh, okay, Brenda is uh, my... I have her at early merge, uh, 10th place specifically. I think that she'll be one of the favorites kind of alliance, but they'll get scared of her almost like an Aussie um, because she's likable, flirtatious. I think they'll be scared that she will align with people like Eddie and Reynolds, who I also have in that kind of merge, but not quite at the end game area um, because she's so flirtatious and, and likable. So I think what they'll do is they'll have her get one or two, I think, if assuming that it comes out about even at the merge, they'll have her get Eddie or Reynolds to swing a vote their way, and then they'll get rid of her because she could potentially win the game, I think. So I have her about the same place she was last time. Yeah, I have her in the middle um, as well, sort of the same thing as you. I think the favorites will get rid of her because she is too much of a threat. I think you're going to see, I, I even think the favorites might come out ahead in the merge, but then you, you'll you have this power play of which alliance is going to win, and I think they'll end up getting rid of Brenda um, sort of right around the same time you did, and then the other alliance will clearly be in charge. So, Right. Okay. Uh, what do you think about Laura? I don't know. I didn't think she there was anything that exceptional about her. I have her early just because, once again, she's not, like, super strong, and I think, I think the guys are going to more dominate this season than the girls on the fans' tribe. And I see her being another casualty of just not contributing enough. See, I I, I agree with you on her uh, kind of ability in the game. I think she's really far too confident. She kind of screams that pageant girl, not going to do anything type of vibe. Uh, but I have her at ninth place because I think her and like the Eddie and Reynolds and those type of people will carry her along just as an extra vote. But like she'll be part of the majority alliance for no other reason than the fact that she can follow directions type, yeah. of type of person. I mean, we've seen people like that make the make make it to this far uh, time and time and time again. So I think that she'll fill that role. Yeah, and I guess I have more Allie and Julia as in the girls in that alliance who will go far and less, less Laura, but I could yeah, see it I being see, with her I too. I see Allie as almost one of the leaders of that alliance. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I don't think she's going to be the, the one that follows around, but I think the guys' perceptions, anyways. I think they'll. I thought that they would view Julia and Allie more of that than Laura. Okay. Yeah, and I, I switched probably Julia with Lori. Yeah. Laura. So, which I'm pretty sure they're interchangeable in my mind. So. Yeah. So. Okay. What about the last person that we have to talk about? Last person, Andrea. What are your thoughts? I think she's going to fill the same role she did last time. That same kind of Laura role on uh, the favorites tribe. She'll be. Probably about the same area she was last time. I have her specifically at fourth place, but around fourth or fifth. I, I, 
I like Andrea. I think she's probably a really kind person. But when, every time she's on the screen for Survivor, she just comes off very blah. But I'm sure she's a wonderful human being, as everyone in POS seems to think that she is. Um, but, yeah, I, I have her as kind of a member of that favorites alliance who really probably doesn't contribute as much as some of the other members. Hmm. See, I don't see her that blah at all, and I, I have her in the end game, and I can see even her potentially winning. I think I think she's ready to play, and I think if she can get with the right people, I'm really hoping for an alliance between her and Malcolm. I think them as a duo could go really far. But I don't know that she's as much of a fan of cookies as Malcolm needs by his side. Oh my goodness. I think it would be a little more equal than the uh, Angie-Malcolm <laughs> alliance here. <laughs> Malcolm need, Malcolm loves his cookie girls. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's quite that relationship, Jeff. <laughs> but, you know, like for me, I I think Eric, Dawn, Andrea, Malcolm, I think that'd be a really good foursome, and I think they could make it to the end. Selfishly, I want Cochran to be in there too, and that's like the final five, but I don't know, for some reason, I just have Cochran being on the outs of that. Right, and I, I switch your Eric and Malcolm and put in Cochran and Corinne. Yeah. But I think, I think we can, we're both in agreement. The fans aren't that great this season. The favorites are going to dominate. The only question about the favorites is which alliance is going to come out on top. Yeah, and watch us be completely wrong and the fans rule it. But Right. They're all <laughs> going to be really interesting, and yeah. we're not even going to know what hit us. Yeah. So and... who's your pick to win? I mean, I gave my pick to win, which was Cochran. Who's your pick to win? Oh, I've been going back and forth on this, and I think I'm going to have to choose Andrea. I think... Really? I think so. I think she she's likable enough and get the votes to win. I think I think if Eric does make it, I don't know if he can... if he'll get the votes to win. I think Malcolm, maybe even he finishes right around the same spot he did last time, or if he makes it, I don't know, since... People don't know him as well since they haven't seen him on the show. Maybe they won't give it to him because they're like, well, I don't want this nobody. Who who knows? Maybe he actually did win his season. Right. Sort of a thing. And I mean, it's, it was be- Dawn. I don't know. Once again, maybe she makes it, you know, fourth or fifth because they don't want her to make it to the end. So I think my best bet has to be Andrea. I think if Malcolm, I think if Malcolm wants to win, he needs to tell everyone that he thinks he won his season. I think he needs to tell them, yeah, I went to the final three with two goats and won in a landslide, or I'm pretty sure I won in a landslide. Cause, and he'll say, so I'm just really back this time so I can focus on the experience and pretend like he's willing to be a goat. Yeah, like they'll the buy that. Council, just be like, hey guys, by the way, I lied. I didn't win my season. Give me a million dollars. I don't think that would work at all. I would think, A, either... There would be a little bit of winner's mentality where, like, if this guy's coming back and has already won, and I, I don't, I don't even know if people would buy that. But in second of all, I, yeah, I don't think that would bode well for him. <laughs> really, I think, I think it's the only chance he has with him being such a big threat. Uh, see, I would, I would, I would downplay it as um, that he made. I would say that you know, I was, I was in an alliance, and then I made a big stupid move, just like Eric and Brandon. Like I would, I would try to make make his story as similar to theirs as possible, so then they could relate to him more. See, I don't think that would work. I think people, because I think stupid people make stupid moves, learn from their mistakes, and I think people recognize that. So I think they'd be afraid. Oh, not only is he 
uh, really likable and really good at challenges, but he also made a stupid move and probably learned from his mistake. This guy's dangerous. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll I find out. The thing would be like I, I don't know that it would work, but I think it's a better strategy than most of the things he could do. I think I think the worst thing he could do is just not talk about his previous season at all and just try to float into the background. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. He has to talk about it. Or at least, yeah, and it has to be a. I think he has to be a main contributor on the tribe, both physically and at camp. Like, he's got. I think he's got more work ahead of him than anyone else. Yeah, we'll we'll find out. I have faith that Malcolm can do it, though. I almost picked him as my winner, but I don't know. I just think there's there's too much of a risk. And we both picked very risky winners. I mean, a riskier choice, I guess, would have been like your hope or something, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the safest bet would have maybe been Dawn, but... Yeah, I think Cochran and Andrea are risky picks for winners. But we'll I, I I, don't think either of us are, you know, completely off the ball. I think yeah. Andrea's going to make it far. I think Cochran will hopefully make it far. Well, I and think... I think we're still on the train of female winners. I, I don't know if... I think... Really? Yeah. I mean, five, what, five seasons in a row now? No, okay, no, it'd be four because of uh, Rob. Sophie, Kim, Denise, I think we may see one more. Oh, wow. Has it only been three? Jeez. Yeah. It feels like it's so much longer. You think it's going to be four? Fe- Has there ever been four female winners in a row? Um, I don't think so. So do you think, question, do you think that, like, your gender or your race plays as much of a role in Survivor as people want you to make it think, or uh, people want you to think it does? I don't think it plays a huge role, but I, I I think that the most recent seasons affect people's perceptions of the the season that they're playing in. And I think that the perception, I, I still think that people are in the mentality that they're awarding this, uh, this person who's sort of maybe not played the most overt, overt game, but has definitely been likable and had a, a good sense of strategy i mean two out of the last four seasons have been a completely uh overt winner uh i would say that kim was completely overt to us but i don't know if if she was completely overt to the people playing i i disagree but i think people saw i think she was friends with everyone and she was she was likable but i don't think people saw her as this she was controlling the game inside and out I, I mean, we obviously saw it on the screens, but I don't know if they were all thinking that on the jury. See, I, I think they were. I think they knew exactly what was going on, but that's just me. Yeah, and and who knows? But I'm going with Andrew. I think it'll be fun to watch no matter what. Absolutely. And like I said, like I, I think you and I are in the minority, but uh, a lot of people really didn't like the favorites that they brought back. But you know what? I don't think we should always bring back like the best players. I think we should bring back players that are going to make it a good season, have a lot of good characters. Um, we, they might have gotten gone too far on the crazy side, bringing back three people who are just ridiculous. Who's I the third I'm, person? I mean, what? Is Corinne the third person? Yeah. Okay. Or... Corinne, or uh, interchange that with Francesca when combined with Philip. Well, we'll see. I think that Francesca may be even like won't even have inter- direct interactions with Philip, and she'll just be like saying we need to get him out to the other people, but won't even have conversations with him. That's probably a, a good guess. I mean, she hated him. And, and don't get me wrong; I would actually love to see Philip make it far in this game. I don't think there's a sh- 
I don't think it's going to happen at all. But I thought I think it would be hilarious if somehow he got into an alliance and and they did take him along, <laughs> maybe as the goat again. <laughs> but he thinks he has a chance at winning. And then you know what? Matt could vote for him to win. <laughs> Well, we uh we are very excited for this season to start and for us to be podcasting again all about it. We have in conversations with lots of different survivors, hopefully getting them on their show and talking about it. So stay tuned for all of these fun guests coming up. And uh, if you haven't been checking out, we'll have a couple more that we'll uh, be posting on before the season premieres. But we've been doing a, a side project called Reality TV's Top 10, where we make different Top 10s lists about different reality shows. Um, so stay tuned and listen for those as well. Yeah, should be a good time. And I'm really excited for this season, as I've said probably five times. I, I'm very excited as well. And I think uh, I think this is going to be a very entertaining season no matter what happens. Yep. Unless, like, Hope and uh, Sherry and Laura are, like, the final three. but That'd be the, whoa, the most bland final three ever. <laughs> yeah, so uh, hopefully that won't happen. I, I don't think that is going to happen, but yeah. And then the jury could be, like, Corinne, Brandon, Philip, <laughs> Matt. Just, like, the craziest jury ever. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we thank you so much for listening. Uh, let us know your thoughts. If you think that we're completely wrong and we've pegged these people wrong, let us know. Give us a comment. You can uh, check us out on our website, survivorpodcast.blogspot.com, or on iTunes, David and Jeff's Survivor Podcast. Yep, and make sure you check us out on Facebook, also called David and Jeff's Survivor Podcast. Uh, we post things there. A lot of our podcasts are there. We'll also post a weekly poll this year about uh, – question about the current survivor season so make sure you go on and get your opinion in that poll yeah and uh we just changed our logo so now we you can see our wonderful faces behind the survivor Karamoan logo instead of the survivor philippines right because we know that is so important to you <laughs> it, is. it really is <laughs> all right but thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you when survivor premieres after survivor premieres on february 13th and it's a two-hour premiere i'm really excited for that as well yeah it's gonna be fun good time but thank you for listening goodbye bye <laughs>